Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Third base is awesome now. What a difference a year makes. Let's discuss on Fantasy Baseball Today in 5. Welcome into MBT in 5 on Tuesday, November 14th. I am Frank Sample, joined by Scott White. And let's take an early look at Scott's top 10 third base rankings for 2024. And the top five includes Jose Ramirez, followed by Austin Riley, Rafael Devers, Gunnar Henderson, who is your AL Rookie of the Year, and number five is Manny Machado. And that's where I want to stop things, Scott, because Manny Machado, by all accounts, still had a fine season, hit 258, had 30 homers, 91 RBI. He missed time due to a fractured left hand. But the big story is this elbow injury. Apparently, it's been lingering since May of 2022. Manny Machado had surgery a little over a month ago on October 3rd to repair the extensor tendon in his elbow. Recovery is four to six months. So on the long end of that timeline, we could be right up against opening day, but yet you still have Manny Machado Mm -hmm. in your top five. Yeah, I mean, obviously subject to change if it looks like his status for opening day is in question, but that is the long end of the timeline. The short end of the timeline means... He doesn't miss any action in spring training even. And that's kind of how I'm expecting it to go. The fact it's an elbow injury and not a shoulder or something like that makes me hopeful. And, you know, he played through the injury. He, like, give Manny Machado credit for being as productive as he was playing through that that elbow issue for so long. Uh, 30 homers, 91 RBI this past year. I think people think it was a down season for Manny Machado, and in some ways it was, but still, 30 homers and 91 RBI playing through injury. And if you dig deeper than that, and you go look at you know some of the stat cast numbers, exit velocity readings, plate discipline readings, pretty much the same as always for Manny Machado. There's no reason to believe there's age-related decline happening here with him. And I think uh, following this surgery to correct the elbow, he'll come back as good as new. And good as new for Manny Machado means borderline first-round production. I mean, it was just this past year that we were drafting him as a borderline first-rounder. And for most of the last decade, in fact, we've done that with Manny Machado. Uh, third base is getting deeper, and there's more competition at the top of the position, I understand. But even so, a, a guy with this track record who was only slightly disappointing this past year, I think deserves a lot of benefit of the doubt. Six through 10 in those early third base rankings, we have Ellie De La Cruz, followed by Nolan Arenado, Royce Lewis, Hassan Kim, and Alex Bregman. Ellie De La Cruz. Potentially a divisive player this offseason. Obviously, he's so fun to watch. He hit 13 homers, 35 steals in 98 games. He's a freak athlete, 100th percentile in max exit velocity and sprint speed. But there are negatives, Scott. 34% strikeout rate, 54% ground ball rate, struggles against lefties, struggles in the second half. Uh, Yet you still have Ellie De La Cruz ranked sixth here. His early ADP, Mm -hmm. 22.2. Wow. Yeah, I don't have him ranked quite that high. 
And the fact I have him ranked behind Manny Machado might <laughs> it might prevent me from drafting Ellie De La Cruz at all. But just from like a general outlook perspective, I, I think I'm more of an optimist on Ellie De La Cruz here. He's, he's going to be a divisive player because people look at that strikeout rate, look at the fact he hit 191 in the second half and be like, there's too much downside here with Ellie De La Cruz. But he was such a prolific base stealer that I think it makes up for it. Like I, I think... I, I think he'll still be a must-start player for you, even if he's struggling with batting average all year and not living up to his power upside because he's putting the ball on the ground too much, which happened as a rookie. It, it's really similar to the conversation we were having about O'Neill Cruz last year. Uh, and, you know, there are some differences. O'Neill Cruz was going two, three rounds later than it seems like Ellie De La Cruz is going to go. Um, and so that's a big deal. But also... O'Neill Cruz, the stolen bases were more theoretical than they are for De La Cruz. De La Cruz, if, if he hits well enough to remain in the lineup for the Reds, if he stays healthy, it's going to give you 40 steals, at least. And if he does take that leap as a hitter, if he does deliver massive power totals, then uh, you know, you'll obviously be happy you invested in him. Round two pick's going to be too early for me, but that's why people are doing it, uh, presuming it continues into March. Yeah, another fun name on this list is Royce Lewis, who is going inside the top 50, according to early ADP. He's really good. Can he stay on the field? That is the question. If you want to hear more about Royce Lewis, you can do so on our full-length podcast, Fantasy Baseball Today. You can listen on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, the Odyssey app, or anywhere else podcasts are found. Thanks for listening to Fantasy Baseball Today in 5, and we'll be back again on Thursday. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.